How am I going to clear out the gunk in my soul? Welcome to the Anonymous Andrew Podcast, Life and the Choices We Make. I am your host, Anonymous Andrew. This is a podcast about all things as they relate to dating, romance, and relationships. Why we sometimes ignore or choose to ignore or miss the red flags. The red flags like gaslighting, cheating, lying, psychological manipulation, mental illness, addiction, and so much more. Join me each week as we continue my journey into the modern dating world with my weekend rants, anonymous guest dating stories, and experts who share their wisdom so I can help you navigate the dating terrain. If you are new to the show or have started my journey with me, hold on tight for the anonymous Andrew experience. Now on to the show. Greetings and welcome to the Anonymous Andrew Podcast, Life and the Choices We Make. So, this episode is truly a special episode, and I'll tell you why. I am recording this episode on Columbus Day weekend, which marks the one-year quote-unquote anniversary of the death of my relationship that spawned this podcast. It was Columbus Day weekend 2022 when my ex-girlfriend walked into my house and when we had our intimate moment is when I saw the swollen vagina for the very last time. I had enough. No more. And you know the rest of the story. So, this special weekend. It's one year later, and I would have never thunk. If you had told me last year, at this time, that I would be recording an episode on a podcast that I've had for almost a year, and that I would be in season two, and talking about this, and now going on, into the dating world, all of that. It, it, I would have said you're crazy, but here we are. And today's episode is also special in the sense that Marilyn Penny, who has been with me from the early days of the early episodes, she is my spiritual life coach, and she's the one that has been helping me clear the gunk gunk out of my soul. You know, I can point the finger and make a list of all the things my ex did. And I and as you guys know, I took accountability for a lot of well, number one that I stayed way too long. But I'm I'm not innocent in this whole scenario, this whole this whole debacle. 
I am taking some responsibility. And a lot of it has to do with just my innate personality and things from my childhood, my middlehood, my middle age, all the way up until the current. And what, what Marilyn Penny does is she goes back, she does readings, she goes into my Akashic Records, and she basically, we, we find out at what points in my life did I make the left turn, the right turn, the wrong turn, the U-turn, <laughs> all of it. Anyway, without further ado, this is the fourth reading Marilyn did. And it's, uh, I think, basically wraps it up. And hopefully this time, the final one, we will clear my chakra, clear my gunk out of my soul so I can proceed and go on with my life and look for and find and sustain a healthy, romantic relationship. Enjoy the episode, and we'll talk to you on the other side. Greetings, everybody. Anonymous Andrew back with you again. And I have with me again Marilyn Penny. And that name should sound familiar to you because she's been on this podcast. This is her fourth appearance, and I am so happy and Marilyn, welcome. Thank you, Andrew. It's great to be back. So today you're back um, to tell us, to, to do a reading. I'm going to have you explain it to the audience what we're going to do today. Okay, sounds great. So all that we have been doing is uncovering and clearing um, blocks and restrictions that are in that are coming from your past life experiences and even you know, experiences from your present life. So I read the Akashic Records, I have direct access to uncover and figure out what these blocks are and how they keep repeating for you. So it's a process. So we started with a relationship reading, then we did a home energy clearing, then we did a soul realignment, and now we're gonna do a life situation reading. So it's all to the same end, to the same result, is what we're trying to do is just un get rid of those blocks, the, the gunk that we talk about. The gunk. <laughs> that's in your energetic body that is keeping you from moving towards the life you desire, essentially, right? Because we're all here right. to live a good life. We're all here to make choices, like you say, making those choices that are healthy for us. So if we can get rid of some of the negative choices we've made in the past, that will clear the way for us to make better choices going forward. And I have made some pretty poor negative choices in the past. So, okay. <laughs> and that's okay, because listen, we talked about how it's all brought you here. Um, I made yes. some not so great choices in my life too, but I look back and I am grateful that I went through some of those challenges because those help me to learn and they help me to help other people now. So that's what you're doing as well. So yeah, I'm super, I'm super proud of you for coming full circle, Andrew, like you have, and you do the work, like you are one of those people that says, okay, I effed up and now I'm going to fix it. And now I'm going to work on myself. And you have done nothing but that for the past year. And that is brilliant and inspiring. Yeah. And, and 
the I don't know when the audience will hear this, but I want to tell them that we're, we are recording this on Columbus Day weekend, 2023, and it is one year ago this weekend that my relationship ended, which spawned this podcast and spawned all of the growth that has come out of that trauma, grief, uh, the ending of that relationship. Never did I imagine one year later where I would be, and I am in a much better place today, and it's thanks to people like yourself and uh, all of the people who have supported me and helped me grow spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and I, I'm in a much better place than I ever... I, I, a year ago today, I would have never imagined this. Um, I thought, fa in a fantasy world, I thought we'd be back together again, and we... I, anyway, let's proceed because I, I, I'll, I'll save that for my weekend rant. <laughs> okay, okay, great. And this reading couldn't come at a better time because, you know, things may come up in emotions and stuff from the past year, the anniversary stuff that we go through sometimes. So this is, this is brilliant. This is perfect. Great. So what you have done ahead of time is given me a number of issues that are going on in your life. So I take all of those issues and I divide them up into... Um, what we call situations okay so there are okay. of all the things you gave me there are three situations coming up in your life and then we look at the blocks that are coming up for them okay right. um, so the first one is your it's it's around your work so you'd mentioned that your boss is micromanaging and disorganized and also that you have a stressful work environment okay so we're going to address that because even though you're coming at this right from the beginning from a relationship perspective there's always other things that are going on in in different life areas that are going to impact each other so it's really good to go in and clear out stuff from from all of these life areas right so um there are two blocks that are coming up for you um in this in this situation one is a personal belief um and it's running in your third chakra mental body so that's your third chakra is your solar plexus that's your self-esteem your self-confidence all of those things that's your like your core um you created it when you were 23 years old in 1983 84 um and the how it's expressing itself the block is he who fails to prepare prepares to fail hmm. so if you think about that what was going on when you were 23? I had just... Um, I was I just graduated. So I graduated college at 22. And my college years were uh, difficult because I was expelled from my first college... Um, my father went to a pre-med school down in Maryland mm -hmm. and he was a doctor and he sent me there and I, I think in his mind he hoped that I would become a doctor and follow him and maybe hand down his practice. I went down there and that's where my alcohol and drug addiction career started was down there because they, they stuck me in a what I found out later Playboy magazine back then did a would do articles on the colleges that had the the biggest party atmosphere, and this college was listed like number five oh, no. in the country. Oh no! 
and sure enough, I so that's where all that began. I I I, I was expelled because I whatever. It's a long story. Mm. Came back home, lived at home, went to a different college back here, and then I met my my wife. So around twenty three is when I met or. 22 23 and we got engaged i because i was married in tw at 25 so i had just oh, okay. Okay. yeah so interesting okay so that whole aspect of preparing yourself comes up when you're you're sort of like you feel that you need to you need to be prepared for everything so when you attract a stressful job and a stressful um, micromanager boss, you're, you're, you think you need to be prepared for everything. So you're not kind of letting the universe work with you. You're not letting things come as they're meant to come. You're sort of making yourself prepare and, and have a plan. And you see how the plans keep going sideways when you do that. Yeah. Does that sort of make sense? Absolutely. Okay. I, I had no clue what I was doing at 23 years old. I was just living a very nice lifestyle. I was still living with, with my parents who were, were well off. And my to-be wife at that time also was a child of a doctor. Um, I don't know if you remember, there was a soap opera called General Hospital back oh, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you remember Luke and Laura? Oh, Luke and Laura, yeah, yeah. Well, well, my wife worked in the hospital, and that's where I met her, because when I got kicked out of that college, my, my father got me a job at that hospital. And so she and I, everybody, we were watching General Hospital back then, and we were the Luke and Laura of our town. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, Okay. But but go, but to your point of uh, I, I had no clue what I was doing. I was drinking heavily, doing a lot of drugs. I got married. I was not understanding what I was getting myself into. Um, obviously, the marriage only lasted seven years, and because it, it wasn't we, two beautiful boys came out of that marriage. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe this is coming a little bit from your parents sort of trying to steer you and you were like not you're not digging that so you kind of went the other way and you were you know yeah there's something about it but it it was triggered at that time so maybe now you are feeling like if i leave or if i make one more move that doesn't work out i'm screwed so you're gonna stay in that stressful job it's gonna hold you because otherwise i'm gonna fail again like you have that sort of, does that make sense? In this like current job? Now, yeah. Yeah. Right now, you're that's triggering back to, holy crap, when I when I didn't do it, I messed up. So now I got to prepare myself. I just got to stick it out. That's where my mindset is, is uh, even though I'm looking for work elsewhere, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always on LinkedIn and, and applying for jobs, but there's something in my mind saying, this is where I'm going to end up retiring and... I, I'm stuck here, and, and the truth of it is, I get paid a decent salary with all the perks and benefits. And at my age, to, to transfer to another company, and to me, in my mind, it's too too complicated. It's almost like it's better off just. This goes back to what I talked about in the beginning of the podcast: stick with the devil you know. 
you know. Yeah. Well, and yeah, people do go from frying pan to fire. That mm-hmm. happens too. Um, but that this is where you sort of sit down and say, I think I would like to create a new position for myself. I have a lot of value because some people, when they do move to different jobs, they get paid more and they yeah. get better benefits because you're a commodity. You can sell yourself as your experience. And I need to have self-confidence to, yes. to exude that. Yeah, exactly. So that stuff that's sitting in your third chakra is preventing you from moving forward and doing Correct. It. Okay. So we work on unpacking that, taking that out. Um, you're also participating in um, what we call an illusion, which, you know, you kind of know what that means. That means that you're, you're thinking something is correct when it's not in your part, you are subscribing to it. And this is in your third chakra again, in the emotional side though. And it's all things come to those who wait. Hmm. So does that feel like sort of your vibe sometimes that you're kind of, I'm going to wait it out because it's going to turn out. I mean, in the relationship side of things, we see that, right? That's, I just, I'm going to, it's good. It's good. The good is coming. I'm going to wait. I, I think it's going to turn around. I can apply that to both the job and the relationship. Right. My whole life, it has always been trying to plan the next step or, or if not plan, just, move forward without thinking jump into the next relationship jump like you said from the 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 frying pan to fire i i this whole year that i've taken off from dating i've been concentrating and and working on myself and i am i'm exactly where you just said i'm just waiting because i believe something better is going to come along and that could be a job that could be a person, mm-hmm. that could be a situation, something. I'm trying not to force anything. I'm letting right. everything naturally unfold. Right, right. So, but remember that you are, you don't want to be too passive, right? You want to create as well because okay. the universe may not know that you're looking to do anything because you're just saying just okay. kind of wait so there's an aspect of it that you want to try to co-create with the universe you want to say this is what i would really want and that's going to come up again because you did talk about potentially moving and and maybe that's not a good thing but maybe that's kind of hanging you up too because you're like if i get a new great job in new york then i'm going to stay in new york but i kind of want to move to florida like you're you're a little all over the map and the universe might just say don't know, buddy. Don't know what you want. So we yeah, you. And, and I had a phone call with my son just last night from Florida, and he was saying, "Dad, when are you coming down?" We're, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, okay. So and that's going to come up. So let's go through the next. The next situation is all about your finances. So that instability or concern or just that, you know, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know. I'm not where I want to be sort of thing. So that's feeling unstable about that. Okay. So there is a, um, a cord attached to you. Uh, it's from the age of 34. So a cord is just like an energetic connection that someone is, uh, and you have allowed it to connect to you. 
Um, it's from someone who's not currently in your life. I think it might be your ex-wife, but you can clarify that for me. Um, it's in your second chakra. So second chakra is where your finances are. That's your mm -hmm. state crawl. Your finances, your creativity, your sexuality all sit in that second chakra. And the, um, the aspect is failure. It's just coming up as failure. So who was in your life at age 34? Was that... At 32 is when I got divorced. Okay. 33, 34, I was in a spiral downward. I had lost the marriage. Mm. I was heavily into alcohol and drugs. And I that's a about when I started my first recovery process. And in the meantime, I met a woman who became, let's say, my second wife, but we never married. But in New York, if you live with somebody, I think over 10 years, they become common law, I think right. it's called. Right. And she and I produced my third child. Okay. So I had a child with this woman. And we lived together from 30 four 33 34 for 10 or so plus years maybe even longer mm -hmm. she uh so that would be her okay do you think that is her that kind of felt that you were a failure what with respect to well th there's one significant thing that i just re remembered you said something about financial failure i filed bankruptcy at the exact same time I got divorced, when my lawyer, my my lawyer, my wife and I used the same lawyer. It was it was a mutual divorce. It wasn't a bitter divorce. Mm -hmm. So we chose to use chose to use the same lawyer, and the lawyer we also had at that time accumulated fifty thousand dollars in debt or something, and he suggested that we file bankruptcy together. Because if I filed and she did, and they would go after her, oh. so we both had to file bankruptcy together. And so it's interesting that you, this is about because I forgot about that. We I filed bankruptcy right around that that thirty two, thirty three. Right, right. But it it doesn't sound like it's your it's your wife, like your first ex wife. It sounds like it might be this other woman. Do you think? Yeah, because so. She, she didn't I, I i want to be very careful how i talk about her um yeah she so I, i'm not sure which what you're fishing for here <laughs> no i just i'm just trying to bring your awareness to you having a cord connected to you that someone is making you feel like a failure with respect to uh, your, your your ability to provide your your finances so if you've got that running in you that's automatically telling you that doesn't matter what you do you're always going to feel like a failure in the yeah. financial realm right so and and we don't even have to talk about the person that attached the cord okay. you allowed the cord to attach and it's just sitting there right okay for 34 like how many years ago is that 20 30 <laughs> almost 30 yeah yeah. 30, so. Yeah, I'm 63, and that would have been 30. Oh my God, 30 years. Ago. <laughs> I know. I feel the same. I just turned 59, man. I know. Oh. 
But here's the thing. It's even though you went through bankruptcy and you came out of that and you and you're sort of inching your way up, you still have that mindset of I I'm not good at this part. So that's something we can remove. Let's disconnect that and then because you might attract people who think that of you too, like any relationship that you're in. Someone may come to you and feel that, oh yeah, that feel that chord and that may be pushing them away. I have done a 180 on the financial thing because I was never responsible financially. I, at the, at that age of 34, where a, a responsible, mature adult at that age who might be married would buy a home, start, like I, my son, my oldest son, who's 35, <clears throat> ironically 35, <clears throat> right. just right. bought his second home. He, he yeah. has two children. He's, wow. he's, a, he's a vice president of an accounting firm uh, doing extremely well. And so this is the type, this is what I'm talking about. I didn't make those decisions. He's doing what I didn't do. He's making the right choices about his financial future and behaving appropriately in his life. And I didn't do that. Today, I'm, <laughs> I woke up one day and said, oh, wow, I don't have any money to retire. So, yes, now I'm trying to scramble and, and figure out a retirement plan. And I'm, my credit is excellent, and I'm getting uh, credit card offers from. I, I have more credit cards. I actually have <laughs> oh, like five credit cards. Uh, thank God, none of them have uh, maxed out or limits on them. Uh, I mean, I mean, you know, like a, a lot of balance on them. But I'm more financially responsible today than I was 30 years ago. Right. And yeah. look, and look what you did. You produced a child that is is doing it differently look at you so differently and <laughs> and he listens to this podcast so uh, um uh, i'm not going to mention his name but he knows and he knows I, I, I he also <laughs> i also want him to know i'm very proud of him because he was able to do something that i was not able to do it's wonderful and you know what there's still time for you to do it just be change your mindset i have yeah. what i need and I will have what I need when I retire. Where, however it comes, it can still come. It's it's not, and I'm in a similar, I went through a similar thing. I've been up yeah. and down and, you know, and I just, I'm just deciding that I'm going to be okay. Right? That yeah. changes things huge when you get And interesting, that. just to do a little shameless or self-promotion, I'm, I'm hoping that this podcast one day becomes my retirement i can like and i can retire with my savings and my 401k and all that but this will be my uh second job or, or my retirement job if this continues if i can and, and at the stage that the that the data is showing me it's increasing it's growing i'm getting more audience if i can generate an income from this podcast in the next couple of years this might be my retirement gig yeah. <laughs> instead of instead of greeting people at walmart like <laughs> right well listen we've talked about this a few times your communication is your energy you need an audience you are now expressing your gift and look what's happening mm -hmm. I mean, yeah 
Because so. I can imagine myself with the blue vest greeting people at Walmart. <laughs> because when you, I, I, do you have Walmarts by you? I'm sure oh, you yes. do. Right. Yeah, yeah, when you walk in, there's a senior citizen waiting there and just yeah. saying welcome. And uh, we have, we've had some that are like, can't even get off the chair. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I that's what I imagined a couple of years ago. That's where I'm going to end up in Florida at a Walmart. Hey, you know what? You're manifesting. Everything you think and speak is correct. I got to be careful. Yeah. Manifest. I know you used to say cancel, cancel. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't have that mindset anymore. No, I have Good. this podcast or, or something along the lines. Okay. Okay. So the next thing I found with respect to finances, there's just two things. Um, the next thing is the underactive second chakra. So that's your sacral chakra, just not firing. It's underactive, which triggers all kinds of things like financial issues, neglecting your finances, trouble manifesting at the physical level. So that's really important. Um, and, you know, like things like dissatisfying sex life of all things you know it just means that things are flat you're not activating your second chakra so that's an important thing to work on to focus on so okay you know, i can send meditations on that it really to and there are people that rebalance chakras i don't necessarily do that i do a general clearing in your records which can help but typically to to make chakras rebalance themselves it's by taking action so you are literally taking action now by working on your finances if you want to put out a message to the universe i i would like a new job here's where i want it to be here's what i want it to okay. look like and here's the money i want to make you know like start really getting visceral with how you feel about money and start loving money because money lo can love you back <laughs> money can oh yes it can appear <laughs> in different ways you don't have to be just oh i can only make money with a job money can come in different ways so just be open to it and start to take any actions that you feel intuitively might lead you to you know improved financial situation okay does that make sense it does uh, um now i just gotta un put that into action like you said oh and it's funny you mentioned that you used you said the sexuality was part of the second chakra yeah um i don't know if this is age or still from the last relationship um this might be off a little bit of the beaten path on the topic but Two years ago, I had a comprehensive blood panel done, and they checked for so many. There was I lost a lot of weight, and they had me go for a lot of tests. And they they tested my testosterone, and for a man my age, it should be around 200, 300. I was nine hundred and ninety. It was way off the charts, and yeah, yeah and. At that time, I was also with my girlfriend, and my the sex life was active and good and all that. Yeah. The point I'm getting at is today I have no desire for sex. It's not even on. It's not not even a thought in my mind, which is very unusual for number one me and two being a male. Man. I mean, men. What do they say? Talk, think <laughs> about sex thirty times a day or something. <laughs> 
it's if it pops up once in in my head a day and and then I get all wacky about it. It's like no, but I'm not. It's not a something in my right. Yeah. Right. So that makes that ties in. That makes sense. that ties in. So yeah, yeah. So and part of that is that mental emotional connection and you still letting go of that past relationship. That was huge yeah. for you. Like that whole situation was big and you're sort of unpacking and getting through it and and taking those pieces away um and and the experiences that you're currently having that you're trying to reframe you know like you're like man why are people still like this why am i still going through this crap well you're still learning and you're still mm-hmm. <laughs> you yep. know and it's gonna help the podcast if nothing else just say hey i've got another that's what comedians say right it's like well i got invited to a party i didn't want to go but i thought i could use some new material i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> use it. that's and that's the the at first this podcast started with me just wanting to go out and vent about what happened to me but now it's it's a journey that I'm on and and people are coming along for the ride and uh, I'm opening up my life to the world and that being very vulnerable and and a lot of the reviews on my on Apple and, and some of the feedback I get is like wow you are just you don't hold anything back you just let it all out and that's what's attracting the people is that my brutal honesty and mm-hmm. vulnerability so yeah and having a man do that is is brilliant that's it that's what they're saying they they it's like it's unheard of (laughs) (laughs) when you when you look at social media there's a lot of male social media influencers but they're they got an agenda and it's either the anti-woman movement the red pill movement all that stuff and i'm completely the opposite of that it's i'm not even i don't have any movement i don't have any agenda (laughs) it's just it's just my my journey i'm on and it's great i think it's great i think it's great okay so let's go through the last situation involve it this is involving um your relocation like this sort of idea concern about relocating should i go should i not i would like to go maybe to florida i don't know how that's going to impact me that sort of thing also the age-related health issues or concerns about your health as you age that goes in with that relocation thing which kind of makes sense and we can talk a bit about that um the stalled attempts at relationships so this is still like this ongoing these like you were saying these relationships are not nothing sticking right now so that's you know a part of it that goes in here too um, and then all this stuff about um, that you said about the strange things happening on your computer and your phone and thinking you might have somebody might be connecting in or stalkings like the cyber stalking thing, which, you know, is a real thing and it's happening a lot. So having that feeling, all of that stuff sort of is lumped together in, in a thing. And it's maybe a couple of unusual ones, but they all sort of fit together somehow. Okay. Um, so the first thing you have three blocks in this situation and the first thing that comes out is your chakra four it's another chakra imbalance and it's your heart and your heart chakra Uh. is under active okay so we've talked about self-love i know you have moved the needle on that a little bit but yeah it's (laughs) it's it's a process again and it's coming so that you know underactive force chakra is lack of self-love it's also lack of loving relationships and 
I could honestly say, and maybe you can too, that even this past relationship wasn't loving in a way that you needed it to be, right? So that just knocked your fourth chakra down even more. So, you know, but you you got through that and that was a huge test to your ability to stay true to yourself and to ride it out, to try your best at it and to know that it was time to let it go. So, and, and that is a huge boost to your fourth chakra. You're still not where you need to be and you still are working on that, which is- My, my heart is, if it was a store, it's closed for 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 customers. In other words, it's not. Uh, uh, even if I started dating somebody and I, I, there was some chemistry and all that, I I I don't see it. I don't see love happening anytime soon. But but that's a choice that I think either I'm making or it's a. What would you, the sh the chakra would be yeah. that my heart's closed for love. It's just. You're protecting yourself, yeah. which, which makes sense. And also, I think it's interesting because it, it connects to your health in a way that when you close your heart down, you're not thinking with your heart, you're thinking with your head, you're way too practical, and you're going to shut down your emotions, and that's not healthy for you physically because it's stressful, right? We want to be able to think with our, with our heart, and I've read, you know, about Gabor Mate's book about stress and, and chronic stress can manifest itself in physical health issues. So you want to manage things like chronic stress. This this relates back to your stressful work environment. You've got, well, got a lot I, of stress I, in your life. I do have a heart condition. It's called atrial fibrillation. I'm sure you've heard of it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have been seeing a cardio. It was may or may not have it be gen, uh, genetic uh my can your three boys of my get checked for that i'm sorry can your boys get checked for that like because if it is genetic you want to have them tested yeah um and you know i never thought about that uh yeah. but i know that my my mom her father Di both died of massive strokes and atrial fibrillation can cause strokes oh. uh, so I, I do have a cardiologist that i see every four months and i just got an email from him that he's retiring the end of this year and i love this cardiologist he's one of the best cardiologists in in my area and he's retiring and it's mind shattering to me because now i'm gonna have to find somebody else and mm -hmm. i trust this guy when and he got my atrial fibrillation under control. And I'm a little nervous now yeah. that the next guy that I choose, he's going to recommend somebody. But I had a relationship with this doctor and I did whatever he told me to do. And he put me on the right medications and uh, yada, yada, yada. So it's just interesting that I actually do have a physical heart ailment that's under control. Right. But I'm a little nervous about the new doctor that's going to come in January. That. Well, and maybe you, you need to trust that the doctor that you had is going to give you to somebody yeah. who's going to help you and, and use your intuition. And that's why opening your heart is really important because that's going to be, that's, and yeah. I heard something on a, on a show the other night. It's like that the, the journey from your head to your heart is a really long one and it might take a yeah. whole lifetime to connect those two things. So, yeah, so really it's a good time for you to focus on your heart and open up your heart to yourself 
And when you do that, you will notice that you will be able to open up your heart to other people. So even if you need to focus opening your heart to just your family right now and your friends, and, and then a, a romantic relationship will come in time when you're mm. ready for it. Um, and also, I think this relates back to this concern about relocating. It's like, it's like, it relates back to the job. It's like, do I want to make changes while I'm here in New York? Do I want to get into a relationship while I'm here in New York? Do I want to have a new job in New York? Or do I really want to set my sights on moving to Florida? So maybe that's where my, my relation, maybe that's where my love is. Maybe that's where my new job is. Right. So how do you, how are you working through all that? That it's interesting. I have an answer for that. Um, <laughs> again, going back to this podcast and going back to I'm I'm not grieving, but this being the anniversary of the relationship ending, what the death of the relationship a year ago, I have decided that I am going to just focus on me, he, the, uh, growing and maybe working on these chakras, and and put all my energy into this podcast learning and as Marilyn knows this but the audience doesn't we're using a new software today to record so I'm starting to research better things for the to make the podcast better overall and, and, and I'm part of a podcast community that Marilyn knows about I'm getting a lot of help so what I'm saying is that maybe today I'm going to focus on myself and the podcast and continue my, my job obviously I, this is going to contradict with what you said before if i so for now i think i'm going to stay in new york and and work on this right but if i if the universe says that then the universe is going to maybe put somebody in my life in new york mm. um but my goal is to get to Florida, but I don't think it's going to happen this year or next. Okay. And what if an opportunity came up in Florida? Would you go? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. But that... <sighs> so maybe, you, maybe it's time to write down some of those things. What do I like about New York? What do I not like about New York? What do I like about Florida? What do I need to get me to Florida? And... How would that feel if I was already there and I could do my podcast there yeah. and I could maybe date oh, there? Yeah. I'd have family there. Like, just take a minute to, you know, if you've already decided you're going to settle in New York, well, that's fine, but you really want to go to Florida. So you've got half your, <laughs> you got half your brain in one place or another. I, I see. And, and I'm on a fence. There's another aspect which I haven't brought up yet. I have two grandchildren that live. 30 miles from here. Oh, right. Okay. If so I go to Florida, I don't see them as often. I would what, have to fly up a couple times a year. They're not going to fly down to... I, I don't think mm -hmm. they'd be coming to Florida unless they went to Disney World. <laughs> you know. Um, right, right. So if I left New York, I'd be leaving my gra grandchildren. And they're at that age where I want to see them grow. Yeah. So that, that, that also plays into my head that maybe I should stick around... Because of the, they're at they're, they're f four or five and three, Aww. so yeah, they're at that perfect age when you start to see them grow from toddlers to right. children, you know. And I want to be I want to be here for that. 
Okay. Okay. Well, maybe you have a conversation about that with with, with your son. It's one of yeah. you have just three sons, right? They're Correct. Always, yeah. Right, right. So maybe you know, maybe it's say, hey, I'm thinking of maybe going there. You never know. Yeah. You might say, hey, I I literally want to go live in Florida. You never know, right? Have you had that conversation? Have you ever? Said the, oh yeah, the two. Yeah. Well, the one that lives there, and then the the youngest one wants to go to Florida as well. The three of us are look. You, this is gonna. You're gonna laugh at this. We're looking at houses. They want to. The three of us want to all buy a house in Florida. Hey, that's cool. And if I could buy a house in Florida but stay in New York, they could live there. And then that would be where I would end up when I finally make the move. Oh, uh, anyway, so yes, we've had the, the, the question. Your answer was, the question was, did I have the discussion with them? The only per, the only one is my oldest son who is telling me that the, the housing market in Florida is not good right now and is not a good time to buy. And, and as we know, the, the rates and all that are sky high, so it may not be a wise choice. And he's the accountant and he's the smart one, so right, right. we may have to listen to him. <laughs> But there's also the energetic component because I talk to people all the time who say, well, it's not good or it's not this or it's a buyer's market, a seller's market. If you just say, you know what, I want to I want to find a house and this is how much we have to spend. So bring me a house like you can play with the universe and the universe will play with you. It's kind of fun to do it. And it doesn't. What do you got to lose? Right. If you say, hey, I don't care about the market. This is what we have to spend. Find me. Bring me a house. You know, that's going to be this, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's just talking about it, manifesting it into your life. Okay. So the other thing is an illusion that's coming up again. So this is chakra three. So this is going back to your self-esteem, self-confidence, solar plexus. Um, And this is coming across as appearances are deceptive. So I think that's something that you're going through right now is that appearances are deceptive for you. Like you're not, you're, you're having trouble seeing what's real and what's not, who's genuine and who's not. We're talking about people or? I think about just in general, about the relationship thing that you're seeing, um, the, you know, the health issues that you're seeing, the relocation, like all of these sort of things. And also um, the the cyber stalking that falls into this category, too. So, right. So I would I was reluctant to talk about that on the podcast, but I think I should uh, just briefly is that I have either concrete evidence and or a intuition that they're that i'm being stalked on cyber and i don't mean somebody's got a uh well yes i do mean that um my social media is also being stalked but i believe that my i'm being monitored my activities um i i have a vpn and i had to turn it off for this interview for the software to work and it makes me uncomfortable doing that the, people know what a VPN is, a virtual private network. So all the traffic, the internet traffic goes through an encrypted tunnel and nobody can see what I'm doing. And that's why I have it. Uh, but anyway, I'm getting a little off track there. But but yes, it could be paranoia. It could be wishful thinking that the ex is stalking me. It could be because uh, that would mean that she's thinking about me. But 
that's that's not good thinking. I can't. I gotta right. Let let that go. It goes back to an it's all an illusion in my head. Yes, exactly, exactly. So that's going to be something that we can clear out. We just need to stop thinking that way, yeah. right? Okay, and then see how that and and again, some of this stuff may settle in over the next few days that you're going to say, oh, okay, and think about rethink that over is it, how that impacts you. Is there going to be homework after this? Of course there is. I just realized that. I said, how are we going to do this? And then I really, if, to the audience, after every reading, Marilyn gives me homework. And it's <laughs> usually I have to read something before I go to bed every night. And something something to that effect. I can't wait to see what this one is. Yeah, it's just, it's it's really this the same premise. It's you're just okay. affirming that you've released this stuff. You're going to let go of it. We're going to start fresh, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. And the last thing is what we call an imprint. So again, this is a stamp. This is a stamp on your mental body and it's in your second chakra, that sacral chakra that we talked about. Finances, sexual energy, creative energy. Um, and it happened when you were 17 years old. And the aspect is go with the flow. So is that um, 17 would have been high school? Yeah, my last year in high school going off to college going off to college and having a good old time going with well, the flow and, <laughs> and not really. And, and this goes back to my parents. Right. It, 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 I don't think I had a choice into the college. If they were going to pay for my college education, which they initially did, he said, this is where you're going to school. And I remember going down there with them, looking at it, and, and then applying for it. And he was on the alumni board. So he basically got me into this. Was, this is a prestigious college. And I think he had a lot to do with getting me into it. And then, I, of course, two semesters in, I got expelled for... Uh, I was selling drugs on camp. I, the, 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 <laughs> and this wasn't me. I, I had always, I, I might have smoked pot once or twice uh, in my teenage years. It wasn't, that's why I say my alcoholic and drug history started in my first year of college. I, I, going with the flow. I got down there and I found out this is what you do in college. You party every weekend and I went with the flow. You did. You totally yeah, did. literally. And, and I flowed right out of there. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, we all have stories. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got to tell you, when my daughter went to university, we were worried that she wasn't having, she wasn't partying. We almost, yeah. We felt like the dumb parents were like, you could have one drink, like have one part, you know. Yeah. She, she, you know, she got wise to it eventually, but it was funny. Like some kids are just all crazy, and some are so reserved and so studious, and you just you want that balance. You want to have have fun, but also focus on your studies. But anyway, yeah, you really you really did the go with the flow quite huh. well. Little little too much. <laughs> A little too much. <clears throat> So, okay. So, yeah, I mean, you've got you've got a lot of things going on that are mm -hmm. going on in your head and with your heart closed, you don't have that you you can't filter it through to your heart and really feel what it is that you want. 
And I think that's where we're going to just start working. You need to do some work on your heart to try and open that up. And then that will make you feel into what you really want. Okay. I, I would really like to, to clear those. What is the chakra three and two? Uh, you've got three, four, and two. Two, three, and four, yeah. <laughs> two, three, and four. So you know what those are. That's your your sacral, So that, and then your solar plexus and your heart. So that's right. your core. That's the yeah. middle, the part of you. Yeah, that's your power center. So if those are wonky, that's going to make you feel unbalanced. Yeah. Right? So your intuition, yeah, your intuition is trying to fire, but it's not getting through to the other chakras right and your root is okay like you're stable and you're secure you have a place to live you have a job so you have that root chakra stuff sort of in line right now it's all the stuff in the middle that's right getting messy yeah that makes sense yeah i i would very much like to clear that out yeah okay yeah okay well it's done and your homework will affirm that and I'm just going to pull you a Power of Surrender card, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Judith Orloff's deck, Oracle. I know you love oracles and tarot and all that. So let's see what what it says for you. Ah, Surrender the Drama. That's a really good one for today. So this and is about no matter how emotionally charged the situation, remain calm and don't contribute to the drama. Staying centered will help you resolve the issue more quickly. So does that sort of relate to yeah. life in a, in a sense, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Which deck is that? That is Judith Orloff, The Power of Surrender. Oh, that's the one I have, right, okay. Yeah. Oh, yes, this yeah. is the one you have, yeah. right. And so that's cool something else. Stick it on that, your <laughs> that, uh, And we could talk about this off camera, uh, off mic, but I, as I think I've told you, I, I have, uh, if you look behind me, you'll see yes, my, right. there's my, you can even see tarot cards are on on the table there i i have not been indulging in that and, and i have i don't know thousand dollars worth of tarot cards and oracle cards and incense and all that stuff and this was all because of the ex got me into this and it's for one year it's still been sitting here and i i and i even have an instagram account dedicated to this where i used to do readings for everybody and i've kind of not done that i i, I I'd like to incorporate that back into my life because when I was doing it, I felt what you do. I, I felt yeah. balanced and yeah, yeah. And I'd like to get back into that. So well, that's great. Well, that's yeah. that's certainly something you can do. Yeah. Oh no, I I sh yeah. <laughs> I eat my dinner right there. And I look at it every night. So. <laughs> Good, good. So All right. put that on your list. But you know, take to do things that you feel inclined to do that give you some passion. This obviously you're passionate about. So, so please continue doing this. Yeah, <laughs> Marilyn Penny, thank you once again. This is uh, this is almost historical, as in that not once but twice, but four times you've made an appearance on the podcast, and I think and and this is. So for the audience, this is what Marilyn does. Uh, she is a spiritual life coach. Life coach, mm -hmm. and this is what she can do for you. Um, I, I, I'm gonna again put all your information in the show notes. And I, if anybody out there is looking for spiritual growth and coaching and uh, readings like this, 
and I, I have to tell you that I've been through the homework and it can be grueling because when you're ready to put your head down at night and then you go, oh, I, oops, I forgot to do the reading. You got to turn the lights back on again. And, but, but if you do it consistently, like Marilyn, the, follow the instructions, it works. And uh, so I, I get, I'm, I'm trying to promote you because it, it, it has helped me. And I want to thank you so much for continuing to work with me on this. You're so welcome, Andrew. Okay. All right. Until next time, everybody, Marilyn Penny. And again, thank you. I want to thank Marilyn Penny again. She has just been wonderful. And you can find all her information in the show notes. And I am pleading with you, urging you, that if you need some spiritual guidance, if you need your chakra and your soul and your gunk <laughs> removed from your soul, please contact Marilyn. Okay, and since this episode was actually recorded back in October and I decided to release it Thanksgiving weekend, I just wanted to say Happy Thanksgiving to all of my fans. My fans might be stretching it, but all of my followers and everybody who has supported me up until this point, I am grateful for all of you and I am grateful to my entire support system everybody from the, the people who helped me with my social media all the way up to my sponsor and and everybody in between who's got me through this past year it was a really rough year so thank you and happy Thanksgiving and the holidays are not over yet they're just beginning and we have many more episodes to go. I'm just getting started. Just getting started. And and this weekend there will be two episodes. So I drop this episode and of course I'll do my weekend rant. I have some things that I want to talk about. Um, so yeah, you get a double bonus for the Thanksgiving weekend. So, okay. If you or in a relationship, or if you are dating, or if you know somebody who's dating, and you are struggling with deception and gaslighting, or you're not sure, or your gut is telling you something, and you just don't know what to do, I urge you to, A, number one, keep listening to this, but think very long and hard about what your gut is telling you. It's there for a reason. It is a second brain and it is telling you something is up. So I urge you to choose wisely and carefully and enjoy the rest of your weekend and we will talk to you next week. And I thank you and as always, Ciao.